0: Get the Skinny on Cincinnati Sports with Richard Skinner only on Local12.com and the Local12 News app. Exclusive content, in-depth analysis, podcasts, and more. Cincinnati Sports News 24-7. Get the Skinny only on Local12.com and the Local12 News app. Welcome into the Angry Quarterbacks podcast, it's season five, episode twelve, broadcasting live from the What Do They Do Over the By Week studios. Sponsored <laughs> by former play caller Bill Laser. I'm Richard Skinner from Local 12 and Local12.com with the Wait. real quarterback Tony Pike and our buddy James Rapine. Much like the Bengals secondary, MIA today. MIA. Did you say Bill Laser? <laughs> Bill Laser. call yeah. calling place? He is, Monday Night Football? he is for the That's Bears right on Monday That's right. Night Football. Can't wait for that. Thank <laughs> goodness I have a bundle on Minnesota <laughs> coming back in a parlor. Uh, James, we had some technical difficulties with him today. Unfortunately, hopefully we will get him back in studio next week. Because we had a lot of ground to cover with James today,
1: I thought. Man, there's a lot to cover with yes. Mr. Rapine. Yes, there is.
0: Um, all right, the, the loss to Pittsburgh, especially in lieu of the injuries at cornerback, is not surprising by any stretch. Um but that look, the loss at corner, I, I can I can say, okay, I get why Ben torched you. Yeah. But offensively, yeah, you had a little shuffling the offensive line, but you did have your starting left guard back. You had your starting center back. Your starting right guard was the same guy. Your starting left tackle was the same guy as the Tennessee game. So really all that changed is you, you put Quentin Spain, who played very well at left guard at right tackle, and quite frankly, watching that game I didn't think
1: he was awful, right. So what do you make of that lack of offensive production? Uh, and it to me goes back to the man calling the plays. Uh, this is a team that was coming in out of a bye week, and say what you want again about the defense. And I know that at the end it's thirty six to ten. The defense played well to start that game. I mean they were stopping the run. You look back; James James Connor had thirty six yards for the game. Yeah, Pittsburgh had forty four. And so, you know, I had people early on, it's like, well, the wind, this and that. Okay, well, Ben threw for 333 in the wind. In the wind, with a bad elbow. With a bad elbow. So, let's cut the wind out because the wind did die down as the game went on. Yes, it did. Yeah, Yeah, it did. I look at a team that came in off a bye, knowing what Pittsburgh does and knowing what you're going to get. It's it's essentially the same thing as we said with Baltimore, right? We know they're going to come pressure us. We know they're going to play aggressive. What's the game plan? But
0: they they really didn't until it was really out of – out of and reach. I, and I don't
1: mean aggressive on the line. I mean aggressive in what they did in the passing yeah,
0: game. Yeah, yeah, no, but but that's the part. I, I, I don't think you can be aggressive if, if people are pressured. I didn't feel like there was a lot of times. I know Joe ended up getting sacked four times. It didn't feel like he had constant pressure in his face, though.
1: No, especially not and, early in the game. And
0: maybe some of this was Joe. I mean, Joe missed some balls, too, right? And, and um, he was admittedly, I, I guess he admitted he wasn't very accurate. And there were times you go, what, what, what was that throw? Yeah. And so I think some of this comes back to we've— And you've made this point. You've heaped a whole lot of stuff on a rookie quarterback that has to be really good week in and week out for you to even have a chance to win. And he wasn't really good. The offensive scheme wasn't very good. You didn't run the ball, couldn't run the ball. And this team just has no
1: margin for error when that comes to it. Is it they can't run the ball because... Geo can't like if Joe Mixon is back yesterday. Are they able to run the ball? A I little think bit? they
0: are. I, I thought there were a couple of times
1: because and, Geo lacks vision at times. And the announcers even agree the, or no? Yeah, but the announcers even question at times. Like I'm surprised that they're they not testing right. this Pittsburgh run defense a little more. And because, I'm with you because again, even at 22 to seven, it's not put, extremely out of reach. Put together one drive. It's a one score a game. Yes, but when you keep going three and out, three and out quick, three and out quick. You're, you don't have a good defense already. Right. You're putting them in way too many situations. I talked about this all week on, on whether it's a podcast or Cincy 360. Every time I spoke this week, I talked about the mentality coming into this game. And since Mike Tomlin took over, it always feels like they have an edge on they the do. mentality I, side. I don't know why it is, but they absolutely do. And yet you watch coming in, you're like, all right, Joe Burrow, Zach Taylor, this is a new time. We're coming off a bye, and it's uh, drop punt. Um, the kickoff goes off uh, That was a ch- Kickoff was, goes was, off that, a leg a clown show And then you have a false start You have Multiple drop punts That are Punts that aren't caught I believe a delay a game When they were the punting The delay a game It's like And, and it, and it you know, So you, you, you sit there and laugh But it's like You know what When a team is mentally Locked in and ready to go You don't see that stuff and for a team coming off a bye. And
0: Pittsburgh had every reason not to be locked right. in. Their quarterback didn't practice. And he's a diva. I get that. Yep. But there were some protocols there. He was legitimately in on the COVID reserve list. Yep. So he doesn't practice. It's windy. It's the Bengals. They can throw out their helmets and go, you know what? What a crappy week for us. And I know it was a crappy week for the Bengals. I do. And it probably got even crappier over the weekend when one coach goes down on Friday. Three more go down on Sunday. Right? You know, three hours before kickoff. A lot of adversity and all those things. But, um... No, it didn't look like a team but here's ready to the play. Thing.
1: All teams in the NFL and college are going through that right now. I know now. that. And for now, a team you would have you would have thought it was the other way around the way the game started. You would have thought the Bengals had won ten straight in this series, because you're like, man, Pittsburgh just wants this. They're flying around, you know, they it,
0: Yeah, It's now 11 straight, and, and yeah. I, I actually put this stat together um, for one of my three numbers uh, of note from from the game, and, and I guess from the series. I mean, they're losing by an average of 10.6 points per game in that 11-game stretch. Yeah. You know, They've eked out a handful of you know, three-point wins, the one on that screen pass a couple of years ago where Tony McRae blew the coverage, and um, they probably got away with offensive pass interference. There's been a handful of those. But over an 11-game span in this league, you're getting beat by 10 points. It shouldn't happen. Somebody owns your ass. Lance McAllister. They own your ass. Lance
1: tweeted out yesterday that they have not topped 20 at Heinz Field since yes. Tomlin That's crazy. took over. That's crazy. 20 in the NFL. It becomes a mentality. I think it does, too. And it becomes the this Mike Tomlin and Pittsburgh Steelers have a grip over you right now. And it doesn't matter because Ben didn't play last year in these two games. And I know that Ryan Finley was playing, but... It's like dude you got beat by the duck. Right. Where is duck the duck? Hodges, where's the duck right now? That's the thing. It's it's more of a mentality and that's why this week of all I'm like, you know what? I'm holding out hope that it's going to change because they look good against Tennessee and then maybe you watch Tennessee against Indy and you're like, maybe that's not as good of a win as we thought. Still a solid win, but maybe not as good. And then Yeah, you, I, I made that point after the Tennessee game. Yeah. I know James was not happy with it. Well, the off, the, I, they off can't get real, to the quarterback. I, yeah, I don't think Tennessee's very good. And then you start looking and, and then what do we do here in Cincinnati? We start finding ways to gain hope. Like, well, if you know, if they beat Pittsburgh, I know, I know they there, can do yeah, this. There's, and then right. we and then we sit down and we start breaking down uh, Pittsburgh. We're like, well, if you look at their wins, yeah. they haven't blown anybody out. They're yeah. beatable. Yeah. And you talk yourself into this year after year after year, and then you go to Pittsburgh or you play Baltimore, and it's like, man, we're not close. And that that to me, that was the most. That was the most. Tough, that was the toughest pill to swallow for me is watching that game yesterday and be like, okay, Cleveland beat us twice this year, and they had their way both ways in running the game one time, running the ball, and throwing it with Baker. Ball, yeah. Baltimore dominated us, Pittsburgh dominated us. We are staring at 0 and 6 in the AFC North in the face. Yep. And the sad thing is, we're not close. See, I, I don't know about that, though. And, and, that, and that, that's, that's where
0: I, I, I did a podcast last night, I did a TV segment last night, and that kind of came up. And I, I I try not to go over my skis either way with this. That's why I tried to temper the Tennessee win a little. Definitely not close with Baltimore and 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 and, and Pittsburgh, right? right? Definitely not close. But if you look at the rest of the games, and I'm not I'm I'm just trying to temper this a little bit. You were in every other game. Indy's a pseudo playoff team. They're certainly on the cusp. Cleveland's certainly on the cusp. In both of those games, maybe not as much the Thursday night game because mm-hmm. it, the score. It was, it was a score late. Yeah, it was a score late that kind of made it a little bit better. But but it wasn't an it wasn't a blowout performance. You hung around. So I, I to me I think they are they're trending more towards the middle mm-hmm. than they are towards the bottom, and yet they're not close to the top. But when I say and I think that's where I'm at with this football. When team. I say
1: not close, I and, mean and that's
0: where I think these next four games though. Yeah, that that's going to give me a better test, right? Yeah, because these are teams you. If you're trending towards the middle, you're better than Washington. You're better than mm-hmm. Dallas. You're better than the Giants. I'll give Miami this. Do I think they're as good as their record? Probably not, but they're on the cusp. So, but that's one of those teams. If you're trending towards the middle, you have to win. You will. At least, you will at least compete. You'll yeah. at least be in that football game. So, to me, I know this is going to sound terrible. I'm putting this game to the side and judging off the next four. That, to me, is a a better judge stick. Now, I'm also the one that said, you can't have this game look like the train wreck it was against Baltimore, and it did um, in a different way. Um, But I'm going to go back and just say, you know what? I realize just how, and hopefully this makes them as an organization realize, you're not even close to a playoff team. Closer to the middle...
1: But you're not close to you're not you're, you're not, not close the bottom, to competing where you're you want not, to compete. Right, and I think that's what those games. And are the same for thing is, it's not physically either; it's a mentality. I think it's a little of both. I think there's right. certainly better players against yeah. you. But there, but there's a mentality that this team has, and again, I go back to the way they started yesterday. Good teams don't start like that. No, I, I agree. Good teams coming off a bye don't play like that because they know that there's a sense of urgency. And for years with Marvin Lewis, we talked about urgency. Because for years Marvin during Pittsburgh Week would say, "Yeah, just another, oh, game. It's just another game. We got to prepare the same way." And Mike Tomlin's over there screaming, "Hey, it's a rivalry game. Yep, we got to we got to up the tempo this week. We got to come in with more focus." There's a big difference there. You haven't scored 20 points at Heinz Field since Mike Tomlin's been the coach. I, you could almost accidentally fall into. 20 you can't points, back right? into a, a, a know, some garbage score. scores, right? Right. Like that. That. That is dominance. And right now, Baltimore dominates you. And when you're looking at both those teams in your own division, there's a mentality there. And say what you want about Baker Mayfield and Cleveland. Baker Mayfield can suck against every other team. Plays really good against the Bengals. He does, for so, the most part. Again, Didn, didn't in the second matchup last year, but for the most right. part, yes. So then you, you get this mentality, and it's like, man, yesterday was was that time. Because I I understand where you're coming from on this next four-game stretch. And I think that's, to me, how you're going to judge judge, judge Zach Taylor yes. on this next yes. four-game stretch. But if I'm looking ahead and it's like, okay, how many more years of this in the division are we just going to be the the doormat right now? Because for years it was Pittsburgh or I'm I'm sorry, Cleveland. And then Cleveland has tried to make strides, revamped their offensive line. Feels like they got it right with Stefanski. And there's still some questions on that roster, but I mean, another win for Cleveland yesterday. They did it ugly. They're yeah. 6 and 3. Yeah. So they're turning the page a little bit. At some point, we have to. I agree,
0: and uh, and that's why I'm going to go back. I'm going to say, listen, not close to the top. You're not even. Nope. You're not even sniffing that conversation, but I do think you're trending more towards the middle. Yeah, and, and I'll have a better judge of that
1: after the next four. But games. because we. Live here in Cincinnati. I know that. I, we I tricked it. ourselves the last I, I two weeks,
0: it. and and I could feel that coming on a little bit too, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I was doing zooms with players, and they're you know fresh start. You know, we're looking at these next eight eight games as zero and zero, and you know, I I think you sometimes talk yourself into that too. You're looking for something to hang your hat on as a player, a media member,
1: a fan. And yesterday, you got the hat knocked off, right? I mean, you just did, and you wonder how because my comment was, you know what? Come out of the bye, compete at Pittsburgh, get a little bit of that. And now and you and then go win three of the you next four. I just took four. a shot. Yes. Okay. So and I asked that
0: question to Zach. I said, "Does it? Does this make it feel like you're back to square one?" He said, "No. You know, we're we're, we're we right. still feel really. You know, he'd said all the things you knew he was going to say, but mm-hmm. I wanted to at least get the answer uh, from him because I, there's a part of me that 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 says I've seen this team be resilient after the Baltimore lost. There's a part of me that says." Yeah, you know
1: what, but you got your ke- teeth kicked in again, and at what point does the realization is you're just not very good? Right. And as bad as these teams that you're going to be playing are, we just talked about a mentality. For all purposes, they're all playing for— They are, for the playoffs. The playoff spots. So As crazy as that sounds, that's, that's, that's right. Washington, New York, Dallas are all still playing for yep. playoffs. Yep. And if you watched New York yesterday, that's a team that is improving. Yes, they are. Um, Washington defensively is pretty darn good. Now, I mean— Alex Smith, one of the best stories in football, threw for like 350 yesterday, which is yeah. awesome to see. Also 355 times, right. which is probably not a good And thing. they do have Gibson at running back, so they have some pieces. But they're games you should win. Yes. And if you don't, the harsh reality of this league is you have to question the man in charge There's when you no have doubt. Joe the, the, Burrow the, at
0: quarterback. That's exactly right.
1: So, I, I look and at— And we talked about this. You can't let this linger. You right.
0: can't let this fester. I, if you think he's the guy, he's the guy. And he has to prove it. Yes. This is, we're now in proving ground stage. Yesterday does nothing for me. Because, again, I think I convinced myself that Ben's ailing, Ben's not right, and it doesn't matter who's at corner. It mattered. Tony Brown cannot look. play. Jalen Davis cannot play. Yes. William J- Jackson, on a day where he had to be great, was awful. And and so I, I can look at that and just go, listen, you you just weren't good enough. You didn't have the personnel to do it on that side of the fo- football. And so I'm giving that a little bit of a pass. and Where's saying, the counterpunch?
1: I, I'm with you. I get it. Where's the offensive... Ingenuity coming off a bye because that's game twenty five of Zach Taylor yeah, yesterday. I I'm, I, I'm noting you. Four wins and coming off a bye where you just get embarrassed. I
0: think a lot of it is, and, and I think Zach was kinda honest with this after the Tennessee game. I think a lot of it is it's it's things work when you got guys that that make plays for you. And I don't mean that that, that has to happen. I mean that he even made it made a point of you know, it's just those guys going out and making plays, sometimes just 50, on the fifty own. balls. Well, Sometimes you don't win those 50. Sometimes, Sometimes you, have you have to out-scheme scheme somebody. Yes, that's correct. And, that's correct. And here's here's my, here's they my issue. they lost a lot of 50-50 balls yesterday, yeah. right? Here's my
1: issue. When it comes to scheming versus Tomlin or Zach Taylor, you're going to take Tomlin. And I
0: don't even know if it's scheming. I I, I think there is a mentality Okay, to yeah, it. yeah, so the mentality. I, I, yeah, I think, Harbaugh I think over... Mike,
1: Mike Tomlin sets that mentality for them. And you take Harbaugh over Taylor. Yes. So... And and I, I think the jury's still out on Cleveland, but Stefanski's a guy 2 and 0. that's two he He's been around it for a long time, right? Two zero against Zach right. Taylor, and he and he wasn't just, hey, off the street. You're gonna you're gonna be the head guy. He's he's kind of bought his time in the league. Did really good things with Dalvin Cook and, and Cousins in Minnesota. Got his time and got his opportunity. So you're arguably saying right now that the coaching advantage of all three AFC North teams go to the opponent. Yeah. Okay, so then you have to win by just having better players don't have that and they don't have that right now i mean you look so you're hanging your hat on a rookie quarterback bailing your to make plays yes and and that's what it comes down to and so the question is so so now that yesterday's game is behind us what was their game plan going into yesterday what what is what is the identity now nine games into this season joe burrow that's it like that's like (laughs) you ask about so what's what's pittsburgh's identity
0: Pittsburgh's identity is they they are so good at going with the flow, of figuring out in a game, what am I going to gouge you with? Am I going to run it 38 times to gouge you? Right. Or am I going to have Ben throw it 46 times when he has no business throwing it 46 times? Right. With a bad elbow in and a cold bad weather. Knee. In a bad knee. Two bad In knees. the wind.
1: Didn't practice all week. No
0: no real downfield shots, although they, yep. they hit a couple of them, but still.
1: Yep. Um. Okay, so, and I know that Baltimore has all kinds of issues on the offensive defensive line right now, but you know their identity. Sure. You know what Cleveland's identity? Well, is. And I think
0: that's why Baltimore's struggling their identity right now is run the football and, and they don't have the, and they're they don't have the a hard time doing front. it right. Yeah, they're having a hard time with
1: it. And we know Cleveland for the most part run play action. Yes, Chubb, uh, uh, Hunt. Kareem Hunt. <laughs> you watch what they do. Yep. And we can we can spend a minute on what I want to say about Nick Chubb at some other point. At minus three and I'm a half. I'm sure that didn't please which, anyone. Which we can get to. Um, and also Arizona taking a knee and not kicking the extra point yeah, to that, not cover two and a half. Yeah, we'll get to both of
0: those. Because um, uh, those are both kind of not funny stories, but they are kind of funny stories. But
1: I, I go into the, yesterday's game and, and I looked at the next-gen stat count. And uh, I think Ben Baby tweeted this out today. You're coming off a bye. Your offense was moving pretty well. And On Tate had a, a really good game against Tennessee. Yep. Auden Tate played 18% of the snaps. Right. Mike Thomas got more snaps than Auden Tate. I, there's a there's a there's a AJ Green absolute love affair with Mike Thomas that I'm having a hard AJ time AJ Green got more snaps than Tyler Boyd. Yeah, that's n- So it's insane. like what's the game plan out of a right. bye? And we talked last week Pittsburgh had had trouble covering the slot. Yes. Tyler Boyd but, should have had a field day. He caught six balls. Yes. For 41, but it's yards, like, for 41 yards. Right, but why is he not being the the like the biggest piece of your game plan right. going into that? That's why I question Coming out of a bye, what's the game plan? Because I watched Dallas and Gilbert torch the middle of the field with slot receivers. Torched them. Yep. And I'm like, man, if, if we got one edge, it's Tyler Boyd. Caught six balls. Yeah. For 41 yards. Right.
0: It's like an extended and again, handoff.
1: And again, what's the what's the counter move Right. Yeah, when, yeah. A, when a team finally comes up and says, you're not going to throw the ball into the flat 20 times against us? Yeah. And that's what you saw. Burr would hit the flats, and then Pittsburgh would have a guy there in a heartbeat. And I think that's why they got the T. Higgins throw early in that game over the top, yeah, because they're just sitting on that quick game. And you have to you have to be able to complete the ball down the field at some point when they're doing that. Yes, or teams are going to start doing that more. Yeah, and again for the Bengals, that's again that, there's there's so many things that that you take away from a game like that, but the overriding factor is they just weren't ready. Out of a buy. All right, let me get to a couple players
0: individually. AJ Green was targeted five times, had zero catches. Um, doesn't win 50-50 balls anymore. Doesn't get a lot of separation when he does. Joe has a hard time. Where, where are we at now with him? Because it felt like for a, for a, for a minute there, he was turning the corner a little bit. We we're feeling yeah. good about him, and now I just have to go. You know what? It just isn't there. And maybe maybe that's when you're not be looking and go. Maybe there was nobody that really did want him at the trade
1: deadline. He just doesn't. He just doesn't look the part any longer. I would say as as bad as a empathy. Yeah, a little bit. Like when I watched yeah, him bit. yesterday, and he's down on the ground, and you know, a guy from Pittsburgh's helping him up. I just wonder what's going through his mind because, I think mentally he still thinks he can do all of it, and I just don't think physically he can right now. I don't now. think he can either. And it's almost it is it's almost sad to watch. From a point of how good for how long AJ Green was in a Bengals uniform, and how he wants to still be at the top level, and he just can't. And that to me, that's that's really hard to watch a guy kind of go through that right in front of your eyes.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I I've thought that for a while this year. Like I said, it felt like maybe for a minute there he was turning the corner back a little bit, not to the All Pro AJ Green, but to a, a competent.
1: I don't even know if he's a competent wide receiver in the league anymore. I would have said he, he was a, a, a complimentary piece yeah. to what they were doing in the passing game. But again, that's when Tyler Boyd is your main focus. Right. And Auden Tate's playing well. And T, and T Higgins, Higgins is, is still doing one. what he's and doing. he's playing well. He should be a complimentary piece. But again, my my mindset goes back to if I have Tyler Boyd, who's a matchup nightmare against a team like Pittsburgh... And I have T. Higgins. I'm getting 15 targets. Right, but it, but if you're T. Higgins and he has over 100 yards, can we not schematically find a way to get AJ more open? Because it's not like maybe. But I mean, he had five targets, no catches. And again, right. some of that
0: some of that is Joe. I mean, Joe had one woeful underthrow. Right. He had one overthrow. But there was a 50 50 along the sideline that. A
1: couple yeah. of them actually. That one, there didn't was one of on the sidelines that should have been intercepted. Yep. That, that AJ yeah. kind of bobbled. But, yeah. but um, I, I just look but at some of it. Is is he? Yeah, I mean. Can he get open? Right. I just I just look at if you have two top end receivers right now, and they do. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are playing really well. AJ can't even be the third piece. Right. I'm with you. That, that I, but me, but, I, but I
0: think that shows you where right. he's at.
1: That that to me is is crazy. All right, let's
0: get to Geno Atkins, and I've said this from day one this year, and people probably scoffed at it because they use the injury, and I'm sure there is some level of injury there, right? Then this week we get personal reasons why he doesn't play. And nobody's nobody's there to answer the question. And yeah, I get personal sometimes. Is personal, mm-hmm. but I, I would. I, I'm to the point now where I think I think we deserve an answer. Does this guy want to play, or does he not want to play? And if he doesn't want to play, then just suspend him and move on from it. Yeah. Don't don't let him milk you for all the money he's milking you for because that's what it feels like. And I I hope I'm wrong, but I, I I've thought this from week. I, I think I've said it on the show yeah. a thousand times. I've never bought this injury. Is there some level? Okay, maybe some, but guess what? But if the Bengals, would dude, just you know come he out... doesn't have a tackle this year, right?
1: Not a single freaking tackle getting paid seven figures, right? I'm sorry, eight figures, right? My thing, if the Bengals as an organization would just come out and be upfront about stuff, then it would take away all the speculation. Yeah, he's more injured, or this and that. But the way that the Bengals handle it, if it he was leads injured,
0: if he was really injured, Tony, he would have been put on IR and probably had surgery. I agree. But why is why was Joe Mixon not put on IR? I don't know. I, I, I that 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 one to me. I, see that that's where now the trust level for me. I
1: don't believe any of because it because it's longer. like for the Joe Mixon thing. What he heard it celebrating. Tony, I, and he was back on the field, and now he's not play. He's not been out there in five weeks. Well, I get some of the back on the
0: field. I mean, you know the moment of you right. We've but all got hurt weeks? playing a sport, and you get through that game, and then yeah, no, no, I'm with you. I mean, it's crazy it, because it, it the, the initial one, the first week was we'll see what progress he makes during the week. Well, he did okay. That happens. Came out of the indie game. I'll give you that week. Mm-hmm. Then the next week, well, we'll see how he progresses. So it feels like on a Monday or Wednesday, you think you're going to have a shot to have him play. And yet here we are now, five miss, weeks later. I thought
1: he would miss a game.
0: I thought he'd. I thought after the second one was okay, let's get him through the bye week, right. and then get. And then he's back for Pittsburgh. So it makes me wonder: is there something going on there? So in okay. the
1: foot's an excuse. So so just let's just. And say, I do look. We know he was hurt. He definitely got hurt in the Indy right. Game. There's no de- There's no doubt about that. Right. But if it's if it's significant that it's five weeks, then put him on IR and be done with it. So essentially, a guy making twelve million a year, and Gino is probably at least that. So you have two guys that are making, and AJ's making eighteen. All this money and you don't even get anything from get them. Nothing for the last four or five weeks. Nothing from Geno all year. Like it's it's maddening that this organization from the top down. It's like at some point, at some point, when you look at the history of draft picks and what's going on with contracts, who does the blame go to? I, Is it Duke Tobin? I, I don't know. Is it the front? Because we never get to hear from any of them. But we sit back and it's like, go through the list of first round draft picks that this team's made since Carson Palmer. Not many that have stuck. No. So and now so and there's now, been bad luck. I mean, David, I, you know, Yeah, and I get bad luck, but uh, I Odell also get it was bad luck. Okay, but but who's sitting down and saying, you know what? We're gonna pay this to Gino. We're gonna pay this to AJ. We're gonna do this with Carlos Joe. Dunlap. We're gonna do this with Dunlap. Someone's making these decisions and they are not even close on these decisions right now. So again, if someone would just come out and say, Look, Gino's going through a, a family issue Okay, I get it. Yeah. Gino's going through an injury. Okay, I get it. but just to, to to every week it's just something else. Oh, it's injury. Now it's it's personal. And then what was it for a while? It was well, we're just letting him get back into his yeah. plane. We're, and we're yet, gonna and we're yet, gonna but his, his went, went, went backwards. Yeah, so they're saying one thing and we see the other it's like it's almost like they're they're treating everyone outside of the organization like we're dumb. Right. Although, let's just say this this week but, and it'll but, quiet but, but things. But then it has
0: the inmates running the asylum field to it from the inside and it makes you wonder that. Yep. It makes you wonder that. If The proof's in the pudding. Two, six, and one. Proof's there, man. Um, I like what Lou Rumo did early yesterday. And I again, I think he was behind the eight ball with the cornerback situation and the fact that... I I like the fact they blitzed. problem was they never got home on the blitz, and I don't know if that's a schematic thing, if that's guys just aren't capable. I'm not sure I've ever seen a guy like Von Bell run crazier after people when he blitzes and not get home at any point in time. I mean, there was one he ran. He came off the edge clean, and I still don't know where the hell he was running to. And I'll
1: just say, just to to stop there, it's not Big Ben of old. Right. He is slow. Yes. He can't move. He might be slower than Phillip Rivers at this point. You might be right. And it, it was like... He would just move
0: one step, one, two, one or two steps, and, and that it was out. it. And some of it is at that point the coverage is so bad that
1: he's got somebody like the, open. The, the, the throw to Juju that was a great pass. Yes, he he he, ties he throw, it up and the throw to Ebron too on that one yes. route where he's falling backwards. Was, I yes, mean, that was just a beautiful. But throw. it's like man, you're looking at Big Ben moving the pocket like we're slower than him. And, and, and that's
0: why I, as I, a free runner, I'm not trying to make an excuse for Luana Rumo. I mean, I, I I think some of the proof there is as well. But you know, he blitzes early, which we asked him to do. Right, couldn't get home. And then decides, well, now I need to play coverage. And they can't get home with four. So you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. And some of it, got to go back to personnel. Uh, you know, William Jackson, yesterday I needed you to be... William
1: Jackson. The, the guy that we think you once were. The guy that's going to want to get paid more than Trey Wayne's this offseason. He was awful. Awful. <laughs> yes. it was. It was to a point, like... Mentally I'm thinking, you know what, if I'm Big Ben going in this game, I'm just gonna pick on everybody else. And, and he did and he, p- he picked he did. on Tony Brown, but
0: he also he picked did, on but then William he's Jackson. It, he's going right. at William Jackson. No, the, you're
1: right. The deep ball to Deontay Jackson yeah. early in the game. Yeah. Or Johnson yeah. was on William Jackson. It was the forty six. He just got ran by. Yes. And I'm like, if there's one guy that needs to be solid today, it's you. Yeah. You need to be able to you know what? You're you're depleted everywhere else. Luana Anarumo should be able to say uh, William, you got there, and today, I got to get the rest. Today we need you to go man. Yeah, you travel le- with Juju. Yep. Ta- travel with whomever, and let me worry about the other ten. Yes. And if you know what, if if he's on Juju and Deontay gets hot, then you need to move to Deontay, yes. and we'll we'll move stuff around. William Jackson wasn't that guy yesterday. No. So couldn't get home on blitzes. William Jackson didn't play good enough. Von Bell can't cover. Von I mean, Bell can't. Cover. I, I like. I
0: like about the best thing Von Bell can do is blitz, and he yes. and he still never got home. And,
1: on. When they had chances, they didn't make plays. Yeah, well, Jesse, Jesse Bates, Bates had a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, you have you have chances where you're a free runner to get to Ben. It doesn't happen. Um, so again, it's it's much like we talked about on offense. There's only so much a scheme can get you. Players got to make plays that, too. That's it. And it's it's crazy to think right now if you took if you took and made one super roster of the AFC North, and you said Cleveland, Baltimore, uh, oh, Pittsburgh. My and the Bengals. You, you How many Bengals players would start on that team?
0: One, Jesse Bates. <laughs> I mean, I, I do because it, at this point, Burrow wouldn't start. I do a piece every every Monday after the game. I actually do it Sunday night, um, called the fifth quarter. And part of it is I give game game balls. I know it's hokey when you lose, but I've always done it just to give. It just gives me a writing point, for lack of a better term. And I literally wrote on defense safety Jesse Bates, and it was for the umpteenth time because there's no one else that ever does anything, right. and even he, despite me. Crazy. And he was good again. I mean, don't get me wrong. He had, you know, it's still technically a pass defense that he dropped the
1: interception. But even he couldn't make a play on a ball that should have been a pick six. Right. But, but we talk about it a lot about there's more weapons for this team now. But if you take the AFC North. No, that's a great point. I mean, you're you're taking Chubb right now over Mixon. Yes. Okay. You're not taking a single offensive lineman. You're not taking a lineman. And No offense. You're not taking Burrow over. You're not over, taking Burrow at this point. Yeah. Um. Maybe Boyd? Yeah, maybe. So Boyd and Bates. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, I'll give you Boyd. Like, cause it, cause give, me, put, give me Boyd in the slot with, some, with a couple other guys outside. That's fine. I'll give you that. Yeah,
1: but, I mean, still, that's Boyd then competing against Landry, uh, Juju, uh, Deontay Johnson with how he's playing. Claypool, Claypool. with the way he's playing. So, it's even questionable at that. So, you said, so, two. So, as much as we sit back and we talk about, man, we're, we're closer, outside of the AFC North and their roster, well, no, and, and their coaching advantages, again. It, and that's one other guy I want to talk about, too, is, is I, I, I'm –
0: I, I like him to some degree, but Carl Lawson can't play. I mean, he just can't. He can't get home. Uh, he, uh, he just he he has a lot of skills that you think of in an elite pass rusher. But can't I, finish. I, I said this a couple years ago. I, I think tackles have got him figured out to where he likes to go do the do the low bend and try to get around. And a lot of the good tackles just take him and push him behind the play where it looks like he's close. He's really not because by the time the quarterback steps up, he can't recover. Um, and, and yeah, it, it's guys like that where I'm like, dude, you you've talked a good game. But don't make a play.
1: You know what this leads to: four years, forty-eight million. Boy,
0: better not. I, and, that, and that 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 kind of is going to lead to the final question before James, we move on the NFL.
1: James had said earlier this year that he has heard from agents that Carl Lawson will will fetch fourteen I, or fifteen million. I, yeah, I
0: think that might have been. I, I don't think based on production this year it will because he's not good against so you, the run. So
1: if he wants ten plus, you let him walk.
0: I think I let him walk anyway. I don't know how you can. I don't know how you can pay him that much. I, I don't either. And the same for William Jackson. And I hate to say that because this is a team that needs cornerbacks desperately mm-hmm. moving forward. But I don't know if based on if you're going to pay
1: for production, I'm starting over to be honest with the you. The problem is going to be if you're going to pay William Jackson, he's going to come back and say you gave Trey Wayne's what? right. Yes. Then I want this. Yes. And he won't settle for less than Trey Wayne. So again, you you better pay what you think is going to be a top corner, and you had a chance. Like if if William Jackson wanted to be paid. Like a top quarter in the NFL, yesterday's a day you have to shine. Yesterday's a day you have to be absolutely shut down, like Jalen Ramsey shut down on DK Metcalf. Yes, you've got to be that guy, and you weren't. And if, if if that's where it is, then I'm moving on. Then you have to move on, yeah. Because it's 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 one or the other. William Jackson's not going to take a team friendly. There's no more Andy Dalton's here. No, correct. Well, I'm going to do a team friendly deal no, because not, I, yeah. because you know I I want to help you. No, no, no. You're going to pay me because I watch what Trey Wayne's got get paid. Yeah, and that's where I'm. I'm almost at the stage of while, I, you know, I'm, I'm cutting my nose off despite of
0: my face by saying let William Jackson walk because you don't have a better corner than him. And while I'm cutting my nose off despite of my face to say I I I've seen enough of Carl Lawson to say I'm going to move on from him. You don't have ready readable ready ready available options to replace either one of them, and so I feel like here we are back at square one talking about revamping a lot of things at square well, one.
1: Well, they they chose again not to make any moves at the deadline, so they didn't stockpile picks. So your other option would be, cut as much cap space as you can and sign proven players. Yeah, I think free that's agency. I think that's where I'm at. So you have to do that. Yeah, you can't. I I, I cannot sit back again and, and and hear this team when we hear one time from Duke Tobin all year, or well, we're gonna we're gonna address this in the draft. I'm done. I yeah. I, I'm, I don't want to address O line in the draft anymore. Because we don't hit on o lineman in the draft. Although I Denji's been pretty good, but I, I it's not an extended
0: period of time. Right.
1: Yeah. For for the long run. Yeah. You know, Jonah, we, we've been talking about, oh, there's upside. We don't know for sure yet. No, we don't. So, again, because defenders are still trying to learn Jonah as much as Jonah's trying to that's learn a, them. Yeah, that's a fact. So, that happens in year two. So, would you rather put trust in they're going to hit a home run in the draft or go <laughs> get a proven guy like... Minka Fitzpatrick, who what a great deal Pittsburgh. What, went a, what and did. a great deal, great deal. But but people crucified Pittsburgh oh, I know for did. doing that, and Pittsburgh doesn't. You're giving care. away what? Yeah, for who? Yep. And guess what? Sometimes it works for both sides. Yeah, because Flores in Miami has figured it out, and they hit some home runs in the draft. And they made some moves. And They made a bunch of and moves. Guess they what? made a bunch and of moves. And now they look like a a team that can compete. What are you doing, training? trading Kenyon Drake? Right, no, that's fine. You got, right. got something for it. You know what? Because we're going to hit home runs in the draft, and we're going to make moves in free agency when we need to. And that is that's a team that last year was the laughing stock of football. They were for and half half a year. And they are they are
0: now what. Six and three. Uh, yes, they're a half game behind Buffalo, right. I believe in the in the East. Okay, and I, I I don't know if they would be in the playoffs today. I think they there's a bunch of there's
1: a bunch so, of those teams at six so, and three. So if and they've got how about this though? They've got Denver, the Jets, and the Bengals coming up. Right. So if you're <laughs> if you're if if you're the NFL and you laughed at Miami last year and now you respect them, do the Bengals have the pieces in place to do that? No. Okay. So you you failed in getting your team an opportunity at the trade deadline. Because what did Miami do last year? They dumped everybody. Correct. I mean, it was the tank for Tua. You failed last year to do that. You haven't really had home run success yet in free agency. You just started spending this year. And Are, well, we, are we really to believe? If it's Zach Taylor versus, versus Flores right now, wouldn't even be close. <laughs> but again, Flores has been around the NFL for a long time and has had different opportunities and understands the ins and outs of this. Zach Taylor doesn't. And that goes into preparing for a game. That goes into game planning. That goes into adjusting. Well all I, of those things. I, I think we
0: make this assessment in four more weeks. We're gonna certainly yeah. talk about it the next few weeks, but I think our final assessment comes
1: in four weeks. Good luck, four weeks. If they lose to Washington this week, the the floodgates are gonna open. That's fair. That, that that's fair. Because then you got what, New York? Uh you have New York or Dallas. I always got that. Dallas kind of... is Dallas is after Miami. Okay, so this New York it's New, New York, York and then Miami. Miami. Yeah. So, so lose to Washington, a lot of pressure for the New York game. Probably lose at Miami. And then at Miami. And then it doesn't, then Katie bar the door at that point. And then it's, I'm finding a new guy. Yeah,
0: Maybe, maybe. I would be, but they're not going to. Right, but. A couple of other NFL nuggets from yesterday. Drew Brees gets hurt. Um, I, I know Sean Payton's talked about the Taysom Hill train, but it felt like they did the wise thing in going and getting the upside of Jameis Winston. I don't know if it's going to work, but I think this is where you see, if you are a playoff team, Tony, you better have a
1: proven backup. Yeah. And as crazy as Jameis Winston's pregame stretching routine is, if you've ever seen I've that. I've seen that, yes. Um, they do. Uh, they have Jameis. Taysom Hill can, can do it in for a, pinch. a while. Taysom Hill's not the guy moving forward. No, but it's, that's it's why training. they signed Jameis. Right, right. To give Jameis an opportunity and for something like this. And if you listen at all to Drew Brees' postgame yesterday, it doesn't feel like he's coming back this I, I, week. Yeah, uh, That was a dejected yes. Drew Brees. But we, we've talked about the NFC for weeks now. Who's the best team?
0: I mean, t- Seattle,
1: Seattle. All of a sudden, we, we and
0: we was, didn't
1: and we didn't think they were great just because they were so bad
0: defensively. But then but Russell the, yeah. was brutal yesterday. You mentioned Jalen Ramsey just took DK Metcalf out. Yep. It was and I got DK on my fantasy team and I, I have to play him, right? You mm-hmm. got to play him. But the whole day I'm like, I got no chance. Yeah. There's, there's
1: no, there's just no chance for this guy. Yeah, today. it's just it, it was. Again, okay, Tampa looked better. They blew out Carolina. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to think in the but NFC. Yeah, the NFC is very weak to because week-ish. right now it's like. Okay, I would say New Orleans, but now Drew Brees not, and Green Bay is slop, and, slopping it up, yeah. right? It's like I, I don't, I don't. Know I'm who telling the you,
0: I'm rolling, and i probably this by the time this podcast is is out and listened to on a Tuesday morning by a lot of people, or maybe even, well, hopefully, they listen to it before the Monday night football game. I, I'm I'm close to going all in with Minnesota, man. It's crazy. I I I, I got to figured out with Dalvin Cook. Yeah, they, they've they've got to make a long run here, but I and that that shows you the depth of the, of that league. A couple of things yesterday that, that were interesting, and you made a point of it is the Nick Chubb run and oh, what that my did. my gosh from a football play perspective it is the right play because the 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 the, the knee or the stepping out of bounds does end the game cuz they can take a knee mm. um but and, and i'm glad i can bounce this off of you if i'm talking to to a non gambler or somebody that's not doesn't know the nuances of it they would they would scream that i'm an idiot and i usually am an idiot as you know mm. tony but if, if the nfl is starting to partner up with some of these draft ish oh. places in that right do you need to make your players cognizant of situations like that? And I, I I'm asking this seriously. I, look, it didn't, it didn't cost me a nickel. I had Cleveland on the money line in a parlay, mm-hmm. so it didn't. I was just hoping the game would end, to be quite frank. Right. And I needed Matt Prater to make that field goal because I had Detroit with them on, on a money line parlay. So I was not affected, but I know those that were, and it hurts, man. I've had it, I've had it happen to me. Uh, we all right. have had the. It's that's why Scott Van Pelt has the great segment of bad beats because we've all had the bad beats, and there was two of them yesterday. That's one of them. We'll talk about the other one in a minute. But I also this in all seriousness. Do players need to start being cognizant of this kind of thing, or is, is that something you just you don't want
1: to go down that slippery slope? I don't think the NFL will ever acknowledge it, but there might be something behind closed doors, because you are now talking about, when you open up gambling and you open up all this stuff, you're talking millions and millions and millions of dollars. I saw it cost some better
0: $350,000 on a
1: parlor. And that's just one better. Yeah. So, put all those pieces together. And for those
0: that don't know, depending on what the line was, I... I like I said, I did the money line. I think I did it because I didn't like the hook.
1: Yeah, it's three and I, a half. I got. It yeah, at.
0: I think that's about what it probably settled at for most. Maybe there was a three out there somewhere, yeah. but I think I, it was three and a half.
1: To be honest, if there's
0: two minutes, I mean, can you can you imagine? though know, on the other side of that, watching a right. guy run to the end zone, right? Your heart sinking, and all of a sudden, it's like, wait a minute, yep. what just happened here? Yep. And look, but you could also argue this, and, and this is going to sound awful again. I know this is this is cynical of me. There's also the point of when you start talking in terms and maybe this is why people get uneasy when you talk about gambling in pro mm-hmm. sports, could you point shave there? Could Nick right. Chubb had the three and a half on he his? Could side? I, he could have. he didn't. Don't get me wrong, but you know what I'm saying, right? I'm
1: not saying he didn't yet. I gotta do a little <laughs> more digging.
0: I mean, no, there's there there is some of that aspect to it though, yes, correct?
1: There absolutely is. Which which again could could open up a whole new can of worms here. But um look, I get it from the football move. Now, with, with 55 seconds yeah, left in the game, and it would have made it a 10-point sco- game. A two-score game. There, it's, there's no mathematical possibility
0: right. of one score getting you. If, it so, had, if it had, the touchdown had pushed it to Say Cleveland was eight up eight-ish. one. Right,
1: and it pushed it to 8-ish. If Cleveland's up one, yes. and you break that, okay, then you got to go right, out. Right, right. Because that happened earlier in the year with Detroit uh, and somebody. Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, girly, when Gurley right. fell in. So, you're up three, it makes it 10 they have no timeouts left, and it's under a minute. Yeah, they have to score a touchdown, onside kick, field goal with no timeouts. Right. Um, now, we've seen how easy it is to go down against a team in a minute and well, score. Cleveland a, did it a, a uh, on us, so maybe that's they knew, fact. like, okay, this can happen. But, but, it, but, it, but, it, but again, it opens up that Pandora's yeah. box of that. Football-wise, it's the smart move. Um, and, and you know what? In all honesty, for Nick Chubb, in, in a— in a day and age To think of that in a day and age where everything is so driven on your stats unless he thought of damn it I I got 3 and right. I, I got Which 3 in a, a hook right. here, man as he's running is he like you know what I'm going to score no screw this I'm going to go out no uh it was frustrating Can you imagine if you were live, I guess you can't
0: live bet technically that play. Can you imagine if you were able to live bet that play? (laughs) That's the the swing
1: that would have taken place. Minus minus (laughs) 3,000. Yes,
0: exactly right. Uh, The other one, obviously, was the Arizona game where, um, depending on where the line was, and it's funny, I do a, we all have different, I do a sheet each week. um, uh, It's a confidence pool league Mm -hmm. against the spread, and uh, on our sheet, this game was Arizona minus two. I know another buddy of mine had Arizona minus two and a half. Yep. And he, I was on a, I was writing at the time, but I could see text messages between him and some of the other guys. And he's dying when Buffalo goes down and scores. And then I wasn't even watching. I was watching the end of the Bengal game so I could write and punch right. in the final score. And all of a sudden, I just see a bunch of OMGs pop up. I thought, oh my, what just happened? So I punch my story and I'm waiting for the Zoom to start for a second. I flip it over real quick and I'm watching the celebration. And in my mind, I'm thinking, man, you know what, I bet you they take a knee and don't kick this because yeah. if you get it blocked in return, they could tie it. So that, again, from a football standpoint, that right. was the that smart. That was the right that play. That was the right
1: play, but, again, what a bad beat. And the, the time and and at where it was, I watched the whole end of that game. It was a great catch by Hopkins. Watching Buffalo celebrate, I almost was happy that, and I have no dog in the fight of Arizona-Buffalo, and Buffalo. Buffalo was celebrating like they won the Super yes, Bowl. Yes. Stephon Diggs is talking about that's why they paid me, and Josh Allen is going crazy, and he's talking to the the few fans that are there at Arizona, and to see that catch by Hopkins and Hopkins just kind of, ho hum. Yeah, yep, I caught it. I mean the the greatness, and again we've talked about it. I don't know how long Kyler Murray physically lasts in the league, but man, while he's while he's playing at this level, he's must see TV. He is. I mean, really, he's he's, he's quite because electric. people talk about the Hopkins Hopkins catch. He had to elude two defenders, flip his hips, and toss the ball 50 yes. yards to get it there on a flick. Yes, it was absolutely fantastic. I was glad to see uh, Arizona win that because that makes some division races pretty interesting now. You mentioned Buffalo and Miami. Arizona's right there in their division now. S- they're six, six and, three. and three.
0: Seattle six and three. Rams are six and three.
1: Yep. So again, it, it, another another good day of football outside of watching the Bengals. Uh, <laughs> let, let me ask you this right now because this was usually the case. This was asked to me. Uh, last week and it's crazy because he just won the MVP award if you could swap Kyler and Lamar would Baltimore be better right now oh I think so yeah I think so and that's the guy that won the MVP last year yeah
0: I, but I also think I think we've talked about, I think Lamar's compromised health-wise mm-hmm. I, I do but that that's a great question yep all right when we continue we'll talk some college football the UC Bearcat train keeps rolling, rolling along But did they rub it in Mm. and much more? We got the little high school football as well. I'm Richard Skinner. He's Tony Pike. James Rapine is out today. It's the Angry Quarterbacks podcast from ESP Media. It's not COVID-related. Sidearm Sports. Getting answers. Finding solutions. Local 12 News investigates. As soon as we called you, everything happened very quickly. Not afraid to ask the tough questions. Taking action. Getting the truth. Local 12 News
1: investigates ted's pawn shop home of the tri-state's largest full-line pawn shop at ted's pawn 2026 delaware avenue in norwood ohio we offer collateral loans on almost anything of value we also have one of the area's largest selections of pre-owned merchandise to choose from at bargain prices diamonds jewelry coins firearms musical instruments and tools reach us today at 513-631-2112 we would also like to wish best of luck to head coach doug rossfeld Players, coaches, and parents of the 2018 Molar Crusader football program. Let's go Big Mo from the Tencher family at Tetspawn.
0: Welcome back into the Angry Quarterback's podcast. I'm Richard Skinner from Local 12, local12.com. The real quarterback, Tony Pike, is here. James Rapine is, uh, is, is AWOL. He's Geno Atkins, personal yes. reasons. I'm but it's not COVID it's related. Not COVID We've related. got to say that. That's correct. It's not COVID related, but personal Anytime reasons. Anytime
1: someone misses now, you, you, have is, to, you have to address it's not COVID related. He is not here. All
0: right, over the weekend, uh, a bunch of the top teams did not play. Some of it was COVID related. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alabama, Most Ohio State, uh, etc. cetera. Uh, but the University of Cincinnati kept rolling along. And Can and, we, before we go into UC, yes. can we,
1: the, the top teams you just mentioned, yes. real quick? Very interesting to me. Bama could care less about their game being canceled. Correct, Ohio State. When you, when are you, you going to get enough in? When you fumbled the start of your season, and then you doubled down to have no buys, and a stretch like this, can you afford to have one more game canceled? I, 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 and it's crazy because we, we we all think that Ohio State's a top four team. I think they are, but can but, you? But,
0: but will four and Ohio State be a top four? Well, let's team? say
1: let's say five and and0
0: versus twelve and 0 for somebody yes. else, or eleven and 0 what can, well, what, what can you see max out in the regular season? 10 or 11? 11. 11. W- w- and that, I mean regular season, and that includes the championship. Yes. Game. yeah So they
1: have seven, three more on the road, and then a championship game. And then a championship game. game. Yeah. <laughs> that's incredible. So, right? Yeah. So you're going to, a six or seven win team would get the nod over an 11 win team? so legit That's a legit point to ask. A legit question. That's all I ask is legit questions. I, do, I know that. Um,
0: the The UC game for me, and I, I do another podcast with my friend Rick Brewing and we make some picks against the spread each week, and, and um, I picked UC to win comfortably, but I didn't think they'd cover the 27 and a half. Ooh, just because shame it, on you. It felt very trappy to They're me. They're a cover machine. I know they are. It felt very trappy to me, uh, coming off the three big wins with UCF looming that, look, you're going to win... It's, but again, another dominant performance. Um, they continue to pass the eyeball test, but one of the big storylines that came out was the, was the fake punt. Um, I, I know it was a, apparently checked into and all mm-hmm. of that. I' I'm just I'm one that at that point in the game you tell the
1: kid,'t don't, don't, no, there's no check here. We're gonna punt the football. Well I think the, the crazy thing is is that they had practiced that for three years and they've never gotten that look. So as a, as a special teams coach, you might not even think about it. Because you're going to think, you know what, time's running out. They're not going to try to block this punt. And the up back was a senior. I, and it's I, senior I, night. I, I get it. And so if you look at the replay, ECU had six guys lined up to the left of the center. Oh, it was crazy. Center it was crazy. And two to the right. Yeah. Was... So ECU was going to try to block the punt. Yeah. So he makes a check, and he gets the first down And their celebration. And look, I don't have a problem with it because in today's game, you've got to win – in, with with style. Well, they had already won with style. No, but now, if, now, now, if, e, say the if ECU blocks the punt the, the 70, and returns it for yeah. a touchdown, and I will say the 75-yard touchdown run was a simple dive play that ECU is right. allowed to tackle. Yep. I will give you that part, no yes. question. But at the point of which the the punt was taken, if that gets blocked for a touchdown, that doesn't look like a, as good of a win. Okay, fair enough. Um, so I don't have a problem with that. And if you would have just consulted with me before the game, I would have told you this team was really disrespected by dropping to number seven. They also got torched for 535 passing yards last by, year by by, by, the same, by the same guy. Um, we didn't throw for, what, 100 this time, did he? 76, I yeah, believe. Yeah. Um, that was a statement for UCF. It was, because there, and there, I, there, and there is, and you know that. I mean, there is always a trap game somewhere for yes. a team, right? There and just I, and look, you're looking ahead. You're national TV, ABC at UCF next week. Tulsa, Tulsa's trending towards a national TV game after Tulsa's come from behind one over. You just came off, like you said, three big wins. It was maybe Temple's the trap game. It was the Temple Temple the trap game. No, it was the essential trap game scenario if you're looking for one. And to me, the the Bearcats checked another box. Des Ritter, they they decided to take try to take the running game. He was great throwing the ball down the field. The defense again is absolutely fantastic. They're good on special teams. And, and just watching them closely, they that team loves playing for Coach Fickle. They do. I mean, they they play. Dude, they do. They play they hard. Play hard, and <coughs> that's that's not scheme wise. That again, it's the it's like the Mike Tomlin effect in college. Those players want to be there. They want to be playing. They play fast. They get excited. Everyone's celebrating on the sidelines. They've created a good environment. And, and I, I think part of it too is he's created so much depth
0: that, that yep. everybody trusts everybody. You know you're probably, if you've put in the work and
1: you're, you're on the too deep, you're getting some snaps. Right, and now, and, and, and to point out that depth, Elijah Ponder, who was one of, the be- one of the best defenders in the country on the defensive line, will probably miss this week. I don't know for sure, uh, but he was on crutches at the end of the game. ECU had a little success running the ball once Ponder went out. It's going to be interesting because UCF, I don't know the exact number, they, I think they average over 650 yards of offense.
0: They do. They lead the country. Lead act- the country it's actually 619.1 yards per game. Uh, 619. And on the, on the ground, they over average 222.3. Okay.
1: So they can run the ball and then throw the ball for almost 400 yeah, as well. Um,
0: now, their defense is awful. Uh, so that's the part. So th-
1: this almost feels...
0: So it has kind of an SMU feel to it, right, where you're playing this high-potent offense. Where we
1: went into the game thinking, you know what, this is the game where UC's going to have to score 40.
0: Yeah, and, and the thing for me is you're not stopping UCF. And I said that about SMU, and yet they right. did. But I also feel like UC's got a good enough defense to get just to, to get enough stops to yeah. allow the offense to win it 31-27 now, if need be. Go back to now, it the the...
1: wouldn't shock me. they go in there and beat them 49-14. Yeah. They've, they've, they've done it to everybody. The SMU game, SMU had eight or nine drops. Yeah. At big time. So there was... But is some of that because you banged them around right. a little? And I wa- I, wa- I looked more at the Memphis game and what they did to that offense and Brady White. Because going into this week, and I don't know what the stats are now, uh, Shane Buchel was number one in the country in passing, and Brady White was five at what they were doing in the Air Pro game. So they've seen offenses like this. Now the difference in this one is there can be some fans at UCF. This is an ABC game. Um... UCF has, has the thing it's playing for is to
0: knock off the undefeated team in your league. Yes. And, this is gonna, game and would, there would is two. a
1: factor of revenge from what happened last year yeah. when they came to Nippert Stadium. So this will have to be UC's most complete game. You mentioned the Tulsa game. UC's got two really good chances for big wins on the road to end the season. Here's my one concern, and I, I said this to you before the show even started today. Teams in college football that are out of contention. This at was a, any this level. Is a, listen up to this one. I, th- I thought this was interesting. Teams, teams out of contention at any level. Because for UC, it's very easy after that game Saturday night to sit down in the, in the locker room with the players and say, look, we're seventh in the country. We're playing for a lot. I know it's tough, but it's four more weeks. Don't go out and go to all these parties tonight. You've got to stay socially distanced. And that's tough because players are asked, some not even to see their families after games and stuff, to go back to their dorm. If you're seventh in the country, guess what? You know what? I'll sacrifice this for a few more weeks. If you're ECU, one win, and you go back to campus and there's a party going on, what are you going to do? You're going to go to the party. Screw it. I'm going to the party. And while that might not hurt UC now, I look at a team like Temple, playing for nothing anymore. You know what? Philly, there's a party tonight. We're going. Next week, COVID runs through Temple. UC Temple gets canceled late in the season, can't reschedule it. All of a sudden, UC's down to 10 games. That, to me, is a concern for UC going forward, and it's a it's a, it's a bigger concern for me in college football. Like Penn State right now, those players are probably going out and doing whatever they want. We're Michi- 0-4. Mi- Michigan. Michigan. Screw it. Who's Michigan got at the end of the year? Ohio State. There you go. Which has already lost one game because of so, COVID. if Ohio State loses this game and say they lose the Michigan game. And you're not talking about loss on the field, you're talking about yes. losing games off the schedule. Yes. So, again, the Big Ten handcuffed themselves because they relied on every game being played. Now they're not being played. My concern is, at any level, you could talk about practice squad players no, right, in the that's NFL. Right, that's right, yeah. Players should be, you know what? Screw this. I'm going out tonight. I've been doing this all year. I'm not getting any playing time. We're not going anywhere. I'm red shirt, and I'll be back here. I'm going out. One player it takes yep. to then go back into that locker room.
0: Look at the Bengals. And it look, look at the speed of a week.
1: yes. That's what it takes for a college. Four and what, coaches, five players, right? And, and what are we seeing now? Like on Friday afternoon, I'm sitting there watching. It's like every hour, another game gets canceled. Yeah. I got a a, a good buddy of mine. His son plays at Coastal Carolina from Reading, Baden pinson The family had drove in, driven driven to Troy on Friday. Game canceled. Game gets canceled. Okay, got to turn around and come back. So yesterday, Miami, Ohio. Miami, yes, Miami and Ohio for Tuesday. Canceled. Yeah, and guess what? Not even we're not even going to reschedule. No, great. Mac it's was only playing six games, 9-9 right. to 5. So, it is a real concern for me I right now. Because we're entering flu season, because players on bad teams – you're asking 18, 19, 20, 21-year-olds to just stay in your dorm when you have one or two wins. Yeah, and they'll do that for a few weeks, right? Especially right. early in the if you year. you got something to play for. you got something to play for. Hey, man, we're seventh in the country. Let's 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 batten down the hatches for a few more weeks. I'm okay.
0: two on, on the depth chart. i got a chance to get snaps. Oh, coach doesn't like me anymore. Well, you know what? To hell with yep. this.
1: See ya. I'm going out. Yeah,
0: I, I, that's a fair point. Uh, do you give Indiana any kind of a chance against no. Ohio State? Three
1: touchdowns, I thought differential? It, I, I, I thought it was a little disrespectful that it's three touchdowns to start. Indiana... I feel like even when they haven't been this good, and yeah, a lot of that's can, the Peyton Ramsey effect, they've played Ohio State pretty well. Yeah, they can score. Yeah. yeah I, I, 21's interesting. We, uh, we, you
0: and I, by the way, a bunch. You and I, I think Rick Boring were asked to guess the uh, UC, and Mo Egger, I think, were asked to yeah. guess the UC line. I think I guessed it right. Four and a hook. Yeah, I said three and a half. Yeah, we were all around it. We were yeah. all three, three, four and a half. That feels right, doesn't it? Yeah. Four and a half scares me, but it shouldn't. The way
1: their defense plays, it I shouldn't.
0: I know. I'm going to say 31-20 UC. I'll take it. Yeah, I, I, I do. I'll say I, I, 35 20, I think I'm taking Indiana
1: in the points. 35-28. Okay.
0: I'm taking Indiana in the points. Okay. That feels like a 45-28-ish kind of a game. What's that UK line? Um, You know, that's a good question. I want to touch on what, what happened with UK on Saturday. UK-Bama. They're at Bama. 4 o'clock kickoff. 30, off. Um, 30 I, or I, plus. I, I think I'll take it. I think that even though the defense didn't you know play great. Is that what oh, I, thought, I thought. No, you, I don't oh, know. I was oh, just, I just take, guessing. Uh, 30 on the nose.
1: Is it? <laughs> yeah. 30, oh. 30 on the nose. Oh. And I bet you it goes a little higher. Skinny, I bet I, I took them to cover 17 against Vandy. And I, I went to the
0: game, and uh, they dominated Vandy and still ended up pissing down in the In a line. very, not, very tough week. Yeah. Speaking of which, I, the, the, the tough week was because of offensive line coach John Schlarman passing yeah. away. And uh, I knew John. Um, covered him when he was a high school player. So that tells yep. you how old I am. Uh, actually covered him then when he was a high school head coach at Campbell County and at Newport High School. Did a great job there. Went back to his alma mater where he played at Kentucky to become offensive line coach. He had been battling cancer. I Honestly, Tony, I had thought he had gotten through it. I didn't realize it had gone back to that point until I saw a press release in my inbox on Friday morning about him passing away, and it it hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, We had already planned to go down to the game. We had already bought four tickets for the game, so we went down, and and the touching tribute, um, they took a delay a game on the very first play and had Landon Young, an offensive lineman, wearing Schlarman's number 65, enter the game. I thought that was awesome. Awesome, I thought yeah, that was couldn't, fabulous. Couldn't
1: have handled it uh, any better, and um, for everything that I that I had read up on, was he was coaching for most of the year. As yeah, well. and that's where I, I
0: kept thinking, oh, good, John, everything's yeah. good, and, and all of a all sudden the, it hit me like. A
1: th- and th- hearing the players talk about him yeah. and, and how he was still coaching and and being his normal self uh, is it, tough to take. And um, I'm with, I, I, I did take. Kentucky in the game because I thought yeah I did too I I, I, I I just I thought they had been on the bad end of some tough games yeah sure. I, you, you you
0: always like to get right game and it felt like yeah, the it was get like right you game. know what
1: their defense held Georgia to fourteen yeah. they've been dominant this is a game their offense gets right yeah they they they, they and just, and did not, just yeah they just,
0: just they, they were very good offensively there, there was a couple just,
1: times they were up seventeen with the ball and it's like okay here's going to open yes. up yeah and they did and it cost me a five teamer yeah I'm sorry for that I, I feel bad for that Dumbly. all
0: right when you we know. continue we we'll touch on a little high school football where. Boy, what a weekend that was in Ohio where suddenly we have a bunch of teams that are out of the playoffs, although we do have a state champion. And Kentucky is going to allegedly start its playoffs this weekend. We'll see. When we continue, it's the Angry Quarterbacks podcast from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Get the skinny on Cincinnati Sports with Richard Skinner only on Local12.com and the Local12 News app. Exclusive content, in-depth analysis, podcasts, and more. Cincinnati Sports News
1: 24-7. Get the skinny only on Local12.com and the Local12 News app. Ramaldo has been helping men, and now women, look their best for over 50 years. Established in 1968 by Master Taylor Romualdo in the quaint community of Madeira, Ohio, Ramaldo has become a Cincinnati staple for authentic menswear, bespoke garments, and old-world tailoring. Gathering national recognition while staying true to their goal of delivering exceptional products with unparalleled service, Romualdo is truly a destination for any style-minded individual. Located at 7121 Miami Avenue in the heart of Madeira, Rimaldo is more than just a suit shop. Stop in for anything from denim and t-shirts to sport coats, sweaters, grooming products, and much more. As we approach the holidays, Romaldo is your one-stop shop for the best gifts for the men and women in your life. Centrally located just 15 minutes from downtown, 10 minutes from Hyde Park, and a quick jaunt from Mason, Rimaldo, suited for the everyday man. 7121 Miami Avenue in Madeira. Welcome back into the Angry Quarterbacks Podcast. I'm Richard Skinner from Local 12
0: and local12.com. And he is Tony Pike. The real quarterback, James Rapine, is uh, he's out. He's on the reserve slash AWOL list. Not COVID-related, though, correct? Not COVID-related. Yeah, I just want to make sure we, we get that in there. Um, let's touch on a little high school football. Tony, I know Friday night you were doing the UC game. I was watching the UC game. Mm-hmm. And suddenly a, t- uh, a text from one of my good friends popped in, and he said, X is housing Pick Central. And I said, You mean the other way around? He goes, No, no. It's 44 to 3. I said, Oh, you're full of crap. So yeah. I had to do some digging on my own and looked and went, Oh my goodness. At the half. At the half.
1: Pick Central was undefeated, got dudes really good. people. Yeah, they had a, one of the best linebackers yes. in the country, one of the best receivers in yes. the country. We talked on this show. We made a mistake last week. We said that I, I, I said that with their offense, with Brogan McKay, with Liam Clifford, I give Saint a fighting chance because they can score points. Yes. I didn't know their defense was going to play that well. I didn't three, know they were gonna... three straight weeks that they played great. Yeah, and I didn't know they were going to score forty four in the first half. Yes. So get it to a running um, clock. Hats off to Coach Speck. Hats yes. off to look Brogan McKay. That's a junior quarterback making his first start of the season coming into this year. Missed some games due to injury. Yep. Bounce back. Had a tough game the week before, and then puts all the pieces together in the biggest game of a his tough game career go to West. Yeah. Puts all the pieces together in his biggest game of his career. And don't look now. I think there's like three or four seniors on that team. I know. They're going to be the favorites again next year. Um, good luck stopping the, uh, the St. X train. Uh, That's off did, to them. And they've got
0: depth, too. So, if injuries were to hit them like they did in 2016, they've got guys that can step in and, and replace. Elsewhere, though, we saw LaSalle fall short in the semifinals. Wyoming fall short in the semifinals. Roger Bacon fall short in the semifinals. It, it, just, it, it felt like a... A, a, a punch to the gut because all of a sudden the high school football season in Cincinnati's over with, but at the same time, we got
1: the season in. Yeah, and, uh, and again, and and and, and for those, the most part, got it in in full. In the in full, those they wanted games, to do it. La I think, was missing eight or nine players. Yes. Their quarterback played safety the whole yeah, game. Yeah. Went both ways. Um, gave everything that they could possibly have given. Come up just short. Wyoming in a season where everyone kind of overlooked them and said, all right, they're no, going to take no a No chance. I mean, they had a lead in the second half, 20-14. Yep. You, uh, you, you tip your cap to both those seasons. The surprising one to, to me was Roger, Roger Bacon. Bacon yeah. The way they lost. Because I didn't think there was a team that could stop Corey Kiner the way that, that he was stopped. And for a team like Bacon that had everything rolling to that state championship and falling just short like that, it's tough because that feels like that was going to be their best chance. Yes. For yeah. for a long time. Because you have a once in a lifetime type of talent in, in Corey Kiner. And and I saw it at Reading when we had Deshaun win. Yep. And those players don't come through all the time and the Tony Pikes don't come through no. all the time. And when they do You best go five and five. Well when they do they go to the. You know, the Division I schools. Is there a thing at Reading that says home of Deshaun Wynn,
0: or does it say home of Tony Pike and Deshaun Wynn? Neither. No. Oh, okay. Neither. Just making sure. It's just it's just
1: Veterans Memorial Stadium. That's all it is. The That's vet.
0: A, the vet. Um, also, Lawrenceburg got knocked off on, yeah. on Saturday night, uh, so Indiana-area teams are out. But Kentucky allegedly will start its playoffs this Friday. Some teams have opted out. Holy Cross opted out. Campbell County opted out. Scott opted out. I know I just had my first basketball game with Boone County canceled next Tuesday, um, and I don't know where Boone County schools stand because they're, I think, out of school, uh, out of doing not non-traditional stuff out of school learning through December 7th, so yeah. I don't know if their teams are going to play. Cooper's in the playoffs this Friday. Connor's in the playoffs. Boone County either opted out or I don't think qualified. I think, that's, I think they were the non-qualifier in a five-team district. But I think it's really tenuous, man. It, the Wood's it, still playing. The Woods got to buy. Newcast got to buy. So Beachwood's got to buy because Holy Cross opted out.
1: Is this like their third straight yes, buy week? Yeah. Yes, Which is tough. It's extraordinarily tough. Tough to just to pick back up yes. where you left off.
0: And that's where some of this, I. it doesn't feel like in Kentucky we're going to get to the conclusion we want. I hope we do.
1: I just don't know. It's just the timing because of what this week is supposed, I mean, we're supposed to get another announcement from Governor DeWine this yep. week. Uh, I'm guessing that and Bashir's all over the red counties in Kentucky. Yep, and it it felt like last week the wine was basically like, "Hey, you got a week to get your stuff in order." Yep, Um, it worries me. And and, um, to that point, and I know we just talked football here, but as a as a basketball coach. Hearing Rick Patino come out and say, "Hey, just delay, push it, push it to January, push it back." Are you? Are, would you be in that boat of? I would be as long because it just feels like these next few months are going to be really tough.
0: Yeah, as long as that means we're pushing the end back. I don't want to push the start date yeah. back and suddenly get twelve games in. I guess twelve is better than none. But yeah, and, and it's felt like this, and i I felt rushed getting all my stuff in. Yeah, and then I kept thinking, I'm going to rush this, and I'm going to look around going, I knew I had more time, but May I, Madness, yeah, May Madness, I like it. May Madness, I like. it. Still starts with an M, baby. Yes. As long as there's some madness to it. All right, Tony. Appreciate it, as always. Uh, we will hopefully have James Rapine back uh-huh. next week off the reserve slash um,
1: A wall list. He might be. He might be put like he might be striking until be. John Ross gets a touch. You know what? Maybe that's what it's all about. This is about John Ross. We didn't we didn't mention John Ross once in the show today and we just James did. is not happy. We just did. Receiver <laughs> or cornerback John Ross. That's what
0: that's what we're trying to figure out. That's why maybe we got an <laughs> issue. <laughs> For Tony Pike, I'm Richard Skinner's been the angry quarterback's podcast from ESP Media, powered by Sidearms. Sports.
1: always looking like a 10 half. After how many shots about 10 half. How many cities let you carry a gun and give you four different seasons in a singular month? Sunny, rain, winter, make up your mind. We you don't like the weather today. Just give me some time. What the coast don't know is when the sun goes down, the Midwest will rise and take this town. You can put a black chip in the pest of your mouth if you think the Midwest ain't as hard as the South is. Boys find girls.